Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode. In today's episode, we're going to be talking a little bit more about um, batteries for off-grid usage. Um, you know, if you're deciding to live off the grid, you need power, you need a way to store power, to use power, and to charge, right? Um, but we're going to talk about batteries a little bit more today. Um, so in my last podcast, I was talking about how I think I found one bad battery out of my Tesla batteries. Um, that's not charging up correctly. And um, I haven't done any testing with it yet. I just don't have time to do testing with it. But I am running on the other four batteries. I have six batteries total, but they're wired in series, so that means they're in pairs. So I can't run five batteries because um, that wouldn't be the correct voltage, right? Um, It has to be in pairs. And because the Tesla batteries are 24-volt modules, um, you know, I have to wire them in series in order to get 48 volts, which is fine. It's been working fine up until I had that one battery that's giving me a little issue. Now, um, I wanted to point something out. The one thing, um, like my YouTube channel name, which is Modern Off-Grid DIY, the reason I named it that is because I want to put a modern spin on living off-grid, right? And because when you, when you think about living off-grid, you think like, you know, way up in the mountains in a little wood rickety shack, you know, and you're just using candles, you know, (laughs) for light. Um, But that's why I named my YouTube channel Modern Off-Grid DIY because we're always, I'm trying to do the modern way of living off-grid, which which works great, you know. And there's always types of um, technology that is evolving, um, new stuff coming out. Some stuff is better than others. There's always pros and cons to everything, no matter what direction you decide to go with as far as solar panels, wind, hydro, inverters, charge controllers, batteries, and then all the other electrical stuff to go with it, right? There's always going to be pros and cons to each, and there's no right or wrong way to do things. Um, But I'm the type of person I like to evolve. I like to try different things. And... Um, what I'm actually thinking about doing is I'm weighing out my options right now. I might end up selling all of my Tesla batteries, all of them. And this has nothing to do with one battery going bad because I already knew that battery had an issue when I first got it. Um, so if I decide to sell my batteries, I'll sell the five batteries that are in really good shape and just give that sixth one for free and just say, hey, it's got an issue or whatever, you know. Um, or I'll just keep that one junk battery um, and then just only sell the five batteries. So either way, I do have some options. Now, I paid quite a bit of money for these batteries. Um, first of all, they're not cheap to begin with. Um, these Tesla module batteries um, are expensive. Not only that, I had to pay shipping fees to ship them. First, I had to have them um, crated. I had to have a, a crate built for it over there in the mainland. Because I'm in Hawaii. So to ship to Hawaii, I had to have it put it in a crate, which had to be secured very well. Um, then I had to pay for hazmat fees and all kinds of fees just to, um, you know, ship the battery itself. So it was really expensive. So if I had to guess, I think my battery cost per battery is somewhere between, uh, let's see, it's been so long. Um, at least $1,800 to $2,000 per battery, okay? Somewhere around there. Don't quote me, but somewhere around there. Um, because I know the shipping was was quite a bit to ship them over. 
And that's another thing too, shipping like lithium ion batteries, um, normally they cannot be shipped in an airplane unless they change the rules recently, which I'm not aware of, um, which means they have to be put onto a barge and shipped over, um, which takes a lot longer to ship, but it's safer, right? Because it's not going up in altitude and, you know, all that stuff with shipping lithium ion batteries. So I am highly considering um, selling off my Tesla batteries and trying a different type of battery altogether. Um, it's still going to be a lithium battery, um, but it's going to be a more modular type of battery. The one th I'll give you one thing I don't like about the Tesla batteries real quick. The one thing I never liked about the Tesla battery, the, the module at least, is when you get that module, it comes with a plastic case on the back and a plastic case on the front. And that's it. Just a little plastic case and it's just real flimsy and you can just, you know, take them on and off. The problem is, is that the battery, all the connections, you know, between all the little cells and all the little lead wires and all that stuff is all exposed, right? And that was the one thing I, I to this day, I still don't like. I, I don't like that at all. I don't like having exposed connections or areas that is energized. You know, I don't like that. Um, but I knew what I was getting into when I decided to get the battery. I'm all, obviously, I'm a very um, careful type of person. And I'm going to take um, extreme measures to be safe when I'm working with batteries, regardless if it's this bat um, Tesla batteries or any other battery to begin with. Um, but I never liked the fact that, you know, it's exposed. <laughs> because they, they have these plates that sit on top of all the cells with all these little lead, little baby lead wires and stuff. And you just have to be careful not to, you know, short anything out or anything like that. And so, yeah, um, that's the one thing I never did like about them. But that was, that was pretty much the pretty much the only major thing I never liked about them. Um, let's see if there was a second thing I don't like about them. It's hard. Uh, let me think. Um, I like that they're, they're the the fact that they're compact and modular, so that you know there's there's more benefits, you know, than having you know that one thing that I don't like. Um, and you know, obviously, I knew this from the very beginning. And so um, now it's been many years. I've been running on these batteries and everything is good except for that one bad battery. And honestly, I think I was ignoring the fact that it was a bad battery to begin with because I knew it was a, the voltage wasn't right. You know, it was a lot lower. Um, but I charged it up and I, and I um, brought the voltage up to the same voltage as the rest of my um, Tesla module batteries. And, you know, I could, you know, I wired them in series and pairs and it's been working for over three years. And honestly, it would have kept working probably. The problem is, is that I don't want to take a chance with that one battery. And honestly, I should have done a return on that bad battery when I first got it. But the problem is, is that I would have had to pay the shipping back, which means I would have had to build a crate box just for that one battery, repay for hazmat fees, and then the shipping fees to ship it all the way back. You know, and so at that point, it starts getting expensive to ship the battery back. So I kind of got stuck with the battery, that one battery that was in bad shape, you know. And so that was kind of the raw deal I got. I kind of got ripped off on that one. Honestly, oh, here, let me tell you a story real quick uh, about when I first bought these batteries. I made a podcast a long time ago, and I think I even made a um, YouTube video on it, where the same person that I purchased um, the this this bad battery from, I had a really bad battery. 
it was actually a it's weird because in the tesla battery modules um there is like one or two batteries in all those batteries that um is like a half battery it's the same size module but when you look inside you'll notice that more than half of the batteries are missing inside the actual module and it's not because someone is taking them out because it's extremely hard to remove those cells from the battery module extremely hard um it's just how they are it's it's what completes their their voltage and their circuitry in the tesla vehicle itself because these tesla module batteries come from the tesla vehicles and i didn't know that and 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 it looks like it has all the batteries unless you unless you like take off the plastic cover and you really look into it and you're like wait a minute you know this one battery pack is missing a whole lot of batteries and i had a bad experience with that one battery because i was charging it up and it wasn't correct it was it was not the right battery to use because it was a different voltage and everything and i took the chance of that that battery catching fire right i i talked about that in another podcast and on my on my youtube channel where one of the modules was missing half the the batteries inside of the actual module itself and luckily that person that i got that battery from because i had to buy from different sellers and different companies um he honored the return but i had to fight him on it and i had to take pictures of it and prove to him you know that kind of stuff and then he admitted that he was aware after the fact and he said he was sorry for shipping me that battery um and he said that he would essentially cover half of the shipping cost to bring to send it back to him and then he would also refund me the total amount that i paid for the battery right and so i went through this once before but this other um battery that i have now um you know it, it that seller is not willing to work with me at all because it's been you know obviously many years now and it, and even if i was going to try to return it when i first got it um because i mentioned it to the person that i purchased it from that why is this battery so low in voltage i have some emails that went back and forth many years ago and he said oh it just needs to be charged up you know that's what he was saying but i think he was neglecting the fact that he sold me one bad battery and i think he realized because he sh- it's getting shipped to me here in hawaii that that once i got it i wouldn't be returning it because there you know i would have to pay for the full shipping back you know that kind of stuff. So I got I got a raw deal on that one battery, 100%. And it is what it is. So, now with that said, I can make a choice. Do I I can go and buy one more Tesla module and take my chances that they send me a good battery. Um and if they don't send me a good battery, then I'll have two bad batteries now and I can't ship back the other battery. You know, that's the adverse effect of living in Hawaii, all the shipping and hazmat fees and all this stuff to move batteries around is a, is a headache. It's a pain. It really is. So, um so yeah, I could buy another Tesla uh, module and put it in place and see if I had any issues with it and if I don't have issues, great, I'm up and running again. Well, I'm I'm up and running now, but you know, I could add more capacity to my battery um bank in a whole. So, I've been debating now because things have changed. Um, you know, from five years ago, even 10 years ago, you know, 10 years ago, five years ago, even three years ago, things are changing, you know, and I want to try a different type of battery, not necessarily from Tesla, um, but from a different company and a different um, type of battery in a sense. Um, there is one benefit that I am thinking about is some of these other batteries that I'm looking at actually has um, like um, belt, built in BMS systems and and um, all kinds of stuff already like things have progressed quite a bit 
um, since when I started purchasing my battery, my Tesla batteries. Now I purchased my Tesla batteries because they were the best, the best at the time, and they still are the best. I no doubt they they are the best when it comes to energy density and holding that power and discharging that 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 power. Why do you think Tesla uses them in their vehicles, right? Because they're good batteries, you know. Um, but that's not to say that you know any component can't have a problem. So um, now that I'm debating, because it's going to cost me anywhere between the price of the batteries, the Tesla batteries have actually gone up in price since the last time I purchased them, and so it's going to cost me even more money now, over two thousand dollars easy, to purchase one battery again. So. You know, that's where I start thinking, like, I'm going to spend over two grand for one battery after it's all said and done, you know, and that kind of stuff. So um, I am thinking about selling um, all my batteries or at least the five of them and the sixth one. I'll either ask them if they want it for free or I'll just keep it or whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, but I'm only going to be pricing it based on the five batteries that are in good shape. Um, so I'm thinking about selling the Tesla batteries and changing up to a different type of battery. I am still doing my research, but I have found a um, pretty decent battery and a company um, that I might end up going with. I don't want to disclose who they are yet because, you know, I'm still making my decisions because I'm stuck between this company and two other companies. And they kind of have similar batteries, but not exactly the same. Some have different features and stuff like that. And so um, if I was to sell my batteries here locally, because I know how much it takes to bring them in. I could get a pretty penny for these batteries. You know, I could easily sell each module here, no problem, $1,500 a piece. Or I could even sell them for $1,800 a piece, no problem. And people here would snag them up. Why? Because they don't have to go through the trouble I went through to purchase the battery, take a chance on if it's even going to get shipped. And if it does get shipped, is it going to be completely broken in a pallet or then deal with the shipping costs and then the hazmat fees and all the paperwork involved with all that stuff. So really, there, if someone was to purchase one of the, you know, the batteries from me, they would be getting a really good deal, you know. And uh, I want to point something out here. A lot of people here in Hawaii that have off-grid systems, they don't have like really good components. You know, I am lucky and blessed in the fence in the sense that I do have some really good components. I have, you know, top-notch. Um, name brand things, but I worked very hard for my money to purchase these things and, and get the good stuff, you know, but I can tell you something, majority of all the off-grid homes that I've gone to, which is a lot, because a lot of people have asked me for help over the years, you know, with their 12-volt lead-acid battery systems to all kinds of stuff, and um, the consensus I find is there's only a small handful of um, off-gridders here that actually can afford the decent stuff. And what I'm saying about is like talking about a good charge controller, a good inverter. Those are the two main ones. I'm not even talking about batteries, just, just those aspects. But I have noticed more and more people are, are starting to um, get more willing to spend a little bit more money. And I helped somebody um, a couple years ago with their system. And they said they were having problems and it's not charging and their batteries were dying. They were, they were using lead acid batteries. And... They just, just a year ago, they replaced the batteries and they were all shot, you know, completely garbage. And, you know, I told them, I said, you got to spend a little bit more money on a good charge controller because the charge controller is what's conditioning the batteries, what's charging them, what's, what's doing the workload, you know. And they ended up purchasing, I think it was a, um, what the, oh, they went with a midnight solar charge controller. 
And the reason, because I have a Midnight Solar as well. I also have Outback Charge Controllers. And they went with the Midnight because there's a little bit more flexibility because you can run wind turbines, hydro, and solar on that charge controller. Not all at once, but you do have the option of picking which charging source, power source, you want to go into that charge controller. Um, so uh, they went with that charge controller, and ever since, they have not had a problem. It's been working flawless. Flawless. Their, their batteries have now been in use for years. Literally years and years and years and working great. But then again, too, their off-grid system is a smaller system. They don't have a whole lot of power demands. You know, they don't have big refrigerators and stoves and all that stuff. You know, they're running lights. Um, I think they're running a microwave and a small little bitty, um, what do you call it, propane refrigerator. <clears throat> and... Uh, maybe they upgrade it since then. I don't know because it's been many years now. Um, but the point is, is that sometimes you just got to spend a little bit of money to get the good stuff, you know. And I know for a fact that with all the with all the off grid people that live here, which is a lot of people, um, if I was to put the batteries up for sale, they would sell. Maybe not the first day, but they will eventually sell, you know, because someone's going to see the value in them like I do and say, hey, I'll buy this battery, hook it up and I'm off to the races. And that's essentially what they would be. You purchase it, you hook it up, and you're ready to go. You're rocking and rolling. In fact, I would charge the battery all the way up for them so that they would get a full battery <laughs> so they wouldn't even have to worry about charging the battery when they first get it. You know, that's the kind of things I look at too, right? If I'm going to sell something to somebody, I'm first of all going to make sure it's good. I want to make sure it's safe. But I'm also going to go that extra, extra mile and make sure I fully charge the battery up for them. So that way, you know, when they hook it up, they're good to go already, you know? So if I was to sell the batteries for, say, $1,500 a piece or $1,800 a piece or whatever, and I have five of them, that kind of gives you an idea of what kind of money I'm looking at getting back on the battery. And that's kind of the good thing about, like, these Tesla batteries. They hold their value pretty good, um, actually really good. In fact, they've gone up in price over the years, which is crazy. Um, but then again, too, you know, I am going to compensate for I did use the batteries uh, and obviously I will show them everything that I can um, show them as far as the data is concerned about the batteries. So that way, whoever is purchasing them um, is very aware of the condition of the batteries, which they're in good shape. All five of the other batteries are in perfect shape. It's just I have one bad battery that I don't even want to sell for value at all. Just give it away or keep it and just throw it in the shed or something, you know. So, yeah, if I take the consensus that I can get, say... $1,500 a piece for the batteries. Um, what is that? That is uh, five, six, seven. So, um, you know, I should be able to get a, a, a decent amount of money for these batteries. And so here's where I'm at. If I can make a decision on the next new battery that I want to try out for my modern off-grid DIY home, right and youtube channel and podcast and all that stuff um once i can figure out which brand of battery and you know all that kind of stuff i want to go with i'm thinking about just making the purchase which is going to be in the thousands and thousands of dollars make the purchase um that way they can start taking their time to be shipped in um and then in the process of you know after i can verify that they've been shipped um to me um then i'll go ahead and place my tesla batteries up for sale you know and, um, you know, go from there. Now, the thing is, is that whoever buys the batteries, uh, my Tesla batteries, I, I'm not going to sell them individual. They have to buy them all. 
you know, not the sixth battery, but all five batteries um, together because someone might buy just one and then I'm only stuck with four and then, like, you know what I mean, right? So it's, it's better that I just sell them as a, as a lot all together. Um, and then that way they're gone. I have the money that I need from them and I definitely got some, a lot of use out of them, you know, and technically I could run on them for a very, very long time and had not have a problem. I'm running on the four Tesla batteries right now and there's no problem at all. In fact, my, let me check how charged I am right now. It's overcast today, like really overcast and, and foggy. Uh, let's see what it says. In fact, I am, let's see, 40, let's see, 10. I am not even a volt away from being fully charged. And it's a really bad, like I said, super overcast, gray day and foggy. And, you know, I'm less than a volt away from being fully charged on the four batteries. And, like, my house is running. TVs are on. Washer and dryer on downstairs. You know, all this stuff is on and running and doing just fine. So, but, yeah, I wanted to share that with you guys first um, on the podcast that I am highly considering just selling the batteries and starting with something different. Starting with something new, something different that I haven't tried before. A different type of battery, battery, different type of modules how they're set up and how they, you know, all this kind of stuff. And I love that. I really do. I love the fact that I can, you know, try different things, you know. Um, and the good thing is a lot of these um, batteries that I'm looking into have a really good warranty, like really good warranty. Now, as far as them honor, honoring the warranty, as long as they're a big company and they've been around for many years already, I feel comfortable because let's say a company can warranty a battery for, I don't know, 10 years, five years, whatever. Obviously, if they shut their doors down and they're no longer in business, you can't get your warranty covered on them. You know, it's just what it is. But that's just like any company, right? If you used to buy a Samsung refrigerator today, but it's got a, like I'm looking at the sticker on my refrigerator. It says here, um, 10 year, 10 year warranty on the compressor from Samsung, right? Well, if Samsung was to close down in three years, for whatever reason, right, maybe mismanagement of their company or whatever, then I wouldn't even have a warranty on my refrigerator anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's pros and cons to everything. And so, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, guys. I'm really thinking about pulling the trigger and trying some different stuff, you know. Um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. The, the, the question is, which battery from what company? will I be purchasing batteries from now, you know? So uh, I do have the money set aside to purchase new batteries if I need to. Uh, in fact, I was so close last night to purchasing a new another Tesla battery. To tell you the truth, I was so close. Um, but then obviously the price of the battery went up, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm already spending over $2,000 for this battery. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe I sell the batteries and just try something new. Try something new, exciting, something I haven't tried before, and see how that works. You know, um, there is another option. Um, I don't sell the Tesla batteries and I keep them and I can use that into converting like a electric car or like I have a quad, um, a Honda four 450R race quad that I um, ended up breaking the, um, the crankcase on it. So all the oil poured out and it's just been sitting. Now I, I could project that thing out to become an electric um, quad bike right, that I can plug into my solar system, 
charge it up and I can, you know, race and ride around the ranch all day, you know, um, you know, I, I ride all over the place when I, when it used to ride and run, I used to ride it all over daily. I would ride that thing. It's so much fun, you know? Um, so I can reuse these batteries, you know, all because I may not use them for my solar system anymore. They still have a very good value, right? They're, they're a great asset. And so I could, you know, implement them in that or maybe find a very lightweight, small little car and convert that to electric because I already have the batteries. You know, there's many options, you know, many options, but we'll see. Um, we'll see. First thing is first, let, let's see about me getting the new batteries um, situated and purchased, get them, you know, getting shipped in and then um, I'll make a decision if I'm going to sell the Tesla batteries or if I'm going to repurpose them for a different project, you know. Um, essentially, I would have, let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Because some of the batteries are 5.5 kilowatts. And I think there's, no, sorry, 5.3 kilowatts each battery. Each battery is 5.3 kilowatts times that by 5. That gives you the total amount of kilowatt hours that I have in, you know, as far as storage capacity with these Tesla batteries. Uh, and then obviously we could wire them up in a voltage, right? We could just keep wiring them in series. Um, to get a higher voltage to run, you know, um, controllers and stuff for like electric vehicles or an electric um, quad bike or something, you know. Um, so there's plenty of options there as well. Um, yeah, lots to think about, guys. Lots to think about. Um, yeah. That would be an option, right? I'm using those batteries for some type of project. Um, or just sell them, recoup some of my money. Um, that way it helps clear some of the cost on the new batteries I'm purchasing and, and you know, just move forward that way. Because hmm, it's hard. It's hard. It's a hard choice. You know, like do I keep the batteries and make a mini electric conversion vehicle or electric quad or, yeah, or do I sell the batteries? <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, guys, I just want to talk out loud with you guys what's on my mind because uh, I'm actually currently doing a lot of research um, for the last couple of days. And I was so close last night to pulling the trigger of purchasing a new Tesla battery or another. I don't even want to say new. I want to say another Tesla battery. <laughs> um, I, I think I'm definitely going to be purchasing new batteries because I want I want the safety, um, you know, fact um, to be there. And a lot of these batteries, like I said, that all have built-in BMSs and all kinds of stuff on them now. I mean, so far ahead that I don't even know how how they're doing a lot of it. But, you know, no one can know everything. And that's why we learn as we go. We're always evolving as people. New technology comes out. We have to learn about it, understand it, you know, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I'm going to try to find out what the shipping cost would be to ship some of these batteries I'm thinking about buying and um, see where that sits because if the shipping cost is like more than the battery whew, i don't know if i'm gonna do that <laughs> and we may just end up purchasing one more tesla battery we'll see <laughs> oh goodness anyway guys thanks for tuning in um you know always evolve you know always evolve always for me at least that this is the way i look at it is always trying to you know try different things evolve with things try different technologies um, it's just fun. It's really, it really is fun to just try different things, you know. So, anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. And I'll see you guys on the next one.